The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Chris. Well, it's a weird way to say it, um, but it's okay. It's okay. You, I know you, we've, we were a little behind here. You're a little off your game. Yeah, it's been a it's been a weird day. It's been a weird day. I gotta say. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I was uh, I was gonna ask you, uh, what are your thoughts on maracas? I'm glad you asked. I've been waiting my whole life to be asked this question. I am pro maraca. Uh, they make any song sound better. Uh, I mean, let me just listen. I can even do it with like. That's a maraca. Anthony, right there. Let, me, let me ask you something. Yeah, go you, ahead. You okay? You feeling all right oh, today? I'm actually feeling better than ever before. You sound a little weird. I feel like I have even more talent than I've ever had before. I know that sounds weird, it feels, but I feel like twice as talented as ever before in my life. I don't know. There's there's just something I can't put my finger on it. There's something wrong with your voice. Well, well don't touch me unless I say it's okay. <laughs> you know? You sound... You're not sounding yourself today. Are you, are you sure you're feeling well? You almost sound like like one of those guys in in you know down south backwoods North Carolina. Uh, that can't be true. I've never even been there. I don't even. If you asked me to point out where North Carolina was on the map, I would not be able to do so. Have I heard, told you about ska recently? <laughs> oh, okay, it is you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris Chavez, and that's right. That was not Anthony. Anthony's not able to make it today, but we do have a guest host. Uh, If you've been with us since Back Issues, if you've listened to Hardly Awesome, you know this guy. If you listen to anything on the network, you know this guy because he's on everything and does everything. Johnny Townsend. Thank you, thank you. That's right. I'm not Anthony, though I wish I was. So that way, maybe I would understand Ska. <laughs> you know, that would be fantastic. That's my goal in life, is to understand Ska. Well, if, you, if you're if you a fan of reggae, then you'll know Ska came before reggae. Oh, man. Johnny, thanks is so that much. true? For, it is true, as a matter of fact. I didn't know that. Yeah. Let's see. You learn a lot of things on our shows. Um, I do. Uh, yeah, but thanks for for joining us on the show. I think this is the fir- your first time coming on, on Chris and Anthony, or, or is this your second time? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't either. You've been on so many. You've been guests on our shows since we've been doing shows. But of course, you know, it, it feels right to have you on. Um, this is a little different, though, because typically we talk pop culture. We talk, you know, th- those kinds of things for our other shows. This one, we started right. morphing it more towards, you know, discussing everyday life, things that are happening in the news, you know, things that are happening in pop culture is cool. Right. But other things, lifestyle, whatever. Um so yeah, this should be an interesting conversation. I don't think you and I have really ever gotten too deep on some, you know, real life conversations. I mean, we've we've had meaningful deep conversations before. Yeah. But I dare say we've never recorded any of them. That's for sure. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Uh I got to tell you, uh this isn't going to be new territory for you though. You've recently just started doing a show with your retro List partner. I almost said retro brist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a completely different show. <laughs> so we just go back. We go back in our lives and just remember the brist. <laughs> uh, but you and uh, you, you and uh, just a tip. Yeah. Oh, ooh. you and Trevor <laughs> Franklin uh, have a, a new show in which this is kind of what you do, kind of what me and Anthony do. We just you guys are literally talking about you know some serious things sometimes. Yeah, we definitely on that show approach a more, especially if you're used to us talking on Retro Bliss, we, mm-hmm. on Pointless Prattle, we definitely approach a more serious topics. I mean, we're still our goofy selves, mm-hmm. but, you know, we're not afraid to be, I think that's one of my, one of the things I really pride myself on when it comes to any of these shows I do, honestly, is that, well, I mean, that's it, the honesty that I try to speak from. Yeah. Uh, 
So I, I've been listening to you guys' show. Uh, that's the North Carolina way of saying things. You guys. <laughs> uh, and you guys are, are kind of doing very similar stuff here. And I know, uh, I mean, it kind of worked out that way because really with everything that's going on, just kind of started to happen as you guys were switching over really to that show. Yeah. And then the world, the bottom of the world kind of fell out. Yeah. <laughs> so. so it felt weird kind of just talking about nothing but pop culture. It'd feel like we were ignoring things. So it was like, you know what? Yeah. We really need an outlet to talk these things out, whether anybody's going to listen to us or not. Meh, who knows? But, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's good for me. It's, it, it is kind of therapeutic. So I, I enjoy doing this and I'm glad you're on to talk about some of the stuff I have lined up today. Also, yeah. So just so you know, I don't know anything that we're talking about today. I was not told and that's <laughs> fine with me. <laughs> All right. We're going to, um, this is something that I just want to get right into. It's, it's, it's a little bit on the darker side, a little bit on the downer side, uh, but you know, it just doesn't seem like the world's changing at all. You, I, There was a little bit of hope uh, over the past maybe month or two that there was some sort of progress moving forward uh, in terms of things going on with Black Lives Matters and, you know, the status of police officers and shootings. Uh, and then it just happens again. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Jacob Blake ends up getting gunned down in the back, which you never would have known about unless somebody got it on camera. And they did. There was cell phone footage of of this guy getting shot as he was you know trying to get back into his car uh unfortunately by a police officer then you hear the story that came out after the fact so apparently like he wasn't like he was wanted or pulled over he had actually been breaking up a fight uh between two women and then trying to get his kids home so he got the kids in the car and the cops were trying to detain him and he refused because again there's no re- he there was he gave no reason to have to be detained uh, and as he as he tried to get in the car, they say he was lunging for a weapon. But as he got in the car, they sh- the guy literally opened fired on him seven times in the back. I don't even know. Yeah, and then on top of that, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about the other thing that really yeah. happened. Because, oh yeah, because then what happens two days late, three days later, or whatever it was. Yeah, then what happens after that during the 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 protests? Mm-hmm. Uh, a kid. I'm going to say he's a kid because he's not an adult yet. Yeah, seventeen year old Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, a white guy, a white kid, decides that I guess he's going to take the law into his own hands for whatever reason and goes across state lines. He's not even from the state in which the shooting had happened. Yeah, his mother drove him. <laughs> well, did, did mother you know of the that? year right there. Did you see no, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, his mother that. drove him, and his intention was to go and and be a support for officers and to help keep people safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know you need a a, a machine gun to was do that. that. AR fifty seven. What was it? AR fifty seven or something like something that. Something like that. it's a gun that he could not legally own. Right. Uh, I know that much. He was not supposed to have that that gun or brandish. Now I am not completely positive of what, um, of like what transpired. Besides the fact that uh, was it a couple people lost their lives? I know at least one did. So there's two different stories, and and there's it's hard yeah. to tell which because there isn't video footage of before what you see happen, but. Uh, apparently he and the first story was is that he was attacked by these people because he was going out there and and you know talking shit and and trying to instigate uh and so somebody i don't know if they said something or hurled something at him or they threw something at him but he opened fire and ended up shooting someone right in the face uh killing that person instantly and that's when everybody ran at him to try to disarm him and so he goes running down the street, and this is where the video picks. Actually, there is a video of the shot going off, but you can't see it. Uh, then he's yeah. running down the street. He ends up tripping and falling. Uh, a few guys get to him. One guy kind of swings a skateboard at him, and he open fires and shoots that guy in the chest. He falls to the ground, and I believe he ended up dying. While there was another guy trying to wrestle away the gun from him, he, sh- he you know pulled the trigger, and it blew off like part of his forearm. It was insane. Then yeah. he jumps up. <sighs> puts his hands in the air and walks towards the cops that are on their way towards this scene. And he's allowed to continue to walk by. Apparently he said, uh, he said something along the lines of, I just shot someone, something like that, but they didn't stop him. They didn't detain him. They didn't do any of that. Then there's the other story that he wasn't being attacked. He came out there and it started shooting immediately. You know, whichever story is true. The fact of the matter is he was allowed to go home. That's that's the point here. Even even if let's just say let's just play devil's advocate here. Let's say that he really truly felt his life was in danger, right? And he was doing this for self defense. Even if well, first of all, why do you have that gun? 
I mean, first yeah. of all. But let's just say he he was defending himself. If that had been a black person, do you think they would have been allowed to go home? He would have been, honestly. He would have been gunned down in the street by the cops. Sorry, yeah. but we just know that that's what's happening right now. So yeah, yeah, he would have been gunned down easily. There's no possible way. But even if know. he hadn't been gunned down, okay, you're right. No one's going home. He's taken down. He's putting in handcuffed, and he's he's going right to jail. Yeah, yeah. So you know, obviously, I mean. It's it's probably very obvious that I'm a you know a white guy, but this <laughs> just this just saddens me. I, mean, I know, dude. That's it what I was saying. Breaks man. my heart. Like how this this I mean this kid's a murderer. First of all, now I mean that's just all there is to it. Uh, but it's I don't know if you heard the uh, of course when this happened, the NBA which has playoffs going mm-hmm. on right now, so it's a big deal. Now, they protested by not playing games for a couple of days. I mean, that was a huge deal. That's never happened yeah, before. Not one or two people, the entire teams. Right. And then, uh, I don't know if you heard, there's a coach for the Los Angeles Clippers, Doc Rivers. Oh, Doc Rivers, old school Knicks. What's up? Yes, yes, that same guy. He uh, was talking to the reporters, and I every time I hear it, I honestly cry. Oh, I, I heard about it, haven't seen it yet. Yeah, he has emotion in his voice, and I will not do it uh, justice. I suggest you look it up. But he, I don't know. Basically, he basically said that they love, you know, that it just pains him how much that they love this country, but this country doesn't love them back. And that right there floored me because, yeah, as a white guy, I've never remotely even thought about that. That's never even entered my brain. Yeah, and that's the privilege that I truly have. Right. Uh, and and then he uh, and then he followed that up by saying that his dad was actually a cop, right? That's what his dad that was his dad's job. Wow. So he's not going to sit here and say that there's you know that all cops are bad. We all know they're not all bad. Right. That's not the part. That's not the issue here. Right. The issue is that this does keep happening. And then I've then I've had people that I know, uh, like you know LeBron James is probably the biggest face in in NBA basketball. Yeah. And right and right now he's really pushing, trying to push forth a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, obviously he's very upset about what happened with, with, with Jacob. And then he's also trying to push forward this, um, this voting thing. He's going to get more people out to vote, which is a great thing. I mean, that's obviously a good thing, but then I'll see people respond to him, literally bring it back up this whole shut up and dribble thing. And that makes me so freaking mad. <laughs> cause first of all, cause first of all, that guy can dribble already. He's a freaking good a dribbler of the basketball you obviously don't know your basketball but he's also an amazing businessman he's got an amazing, yes. he's a very 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 smart man so he'll dribble, he gives, he'll dribble around he, those guys in you know just mental flex son and he, and he's not the only one i'm just using him as an example here yeah but he already gives back a lot even before all this he already gives back a lot to communities and stuff like even he's from a, uh, akron i always say it wrong but it's something mm-hmm. like that in ohio i thought it was I mean, acorn started, no i'm just kidding <laughs> Akron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh like he's already like he literally built a school there, yeah. right? For underprivileged kids and stuff. So it's not like he's not giving back. He's always giving back. Mm-hmm. And uh, all and he wasn't the only one, but a lot of these players were standing up in all sports, not just basketball. And and people were like, "Well, I want you to, you know, just <laughs> just stick to sports." Even though well, I mean, whether you're pro Trump or not, that we literally elected a a game show host or whatever he was a reality TV, sh- uh, a reality TV show yeah. host. And nobody told so. him to stick to stick to yeah. reality TV. Yeah. So freaking shut I mean, up. I'm sure they did. But yeah, dude, it's just a yeah. sad state of affairs where we are now. I mean, and it's not, it's, it's just a, it feels like groundhog's day on the level yeah. of, of like decades, right? It feels like we're just right back to where we, th- we thought we, we, we had gotten past after the Rodney King beating uh, yeah. Which in during that time, you know, we assumed we had gotten past a lot of stuff since earlier times, the 60s. Uh, and then even in the 60s, they, we thought we were so progressive because we didn't own slaves. But, dude, it just feels like every time we feel like we might be taking a step forward to getting people to where we need to be and getting the country where we need to be, it's like two more steps back. It's 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 rough, man. It's rough. It's I always also another thing that I pride myself on is that even if I have an opinion on one side of things, I will at the very least try to understand where the other side's coming from. Like that's how I was raised. 
to and that that way real conversations can happen, right? And we can really truly grow from each other and learn. I like what you say there too. It's it's that you try to understand. Yes. If you don't understand it, right? You look at it and you're like, no, I, I'm 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 giving you the benefit of the doubt to think what you're saying through, but that's still right. you're a loony bin, and there's no way I agree with you. Right. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who uh, just can't understand where I'm coming from. I mean, I just that's just that's just happen, your accent, but. bro. Yes, yes. 100%. Yeah, you're right. Uh, So I'm saying that to say this. Like, I do not know what it's like to have or to be a police officer or to have anyone in my family be a police officer. I I just don't know how that's like. And if we're being fair and honest, they do put their lives on the line every time they go out there, right? Even before all this, there's a chance they're going to get shot by somebody. Yeah. Uh, There's always a chance. Mm -hmm. So. There's a fear there that you won't be coming home right. or whatever, right? So I try to look at it that way, too. But the thing that really surprises me is it's obvious that this is a real issue. I mean, it's just, I mean, how you don't look at this as an issue, I don't know. So why would you, as a cop, be like, you know what? I'm going to shoot this guy in the back. Yeah. Why would you do that? Like, what? I think like, well, I think it's what you said. There's a lot that they are dealing with mentally as well. So yeah. To me, that speaks to a lot of the, so I've seen memes, I've seen people talking about, you know, things that it's, you have to go to school for this many years to be a nurse, but only, you know, however many months to be a cop, uh, right. these kinds of things. And it's true. They really do need to have more training. They need to have more stringent, you know, testing. They have to have better, you know, psychological exams and, and not just psychological exams, but. We are in a day and age where behavioral health and mental health, we're really trying to remove the stigma so that everybody understands that everybody needs somebody to talk to. Everybody needs yeah. something. And not everybody is in control of their feelings or in control of how their brain might perceive or process something. Right. So you need the help. So this should be provided at all times, not just for people who may have discharged their weapons or been shot at. It should be a weekly thing where where cops go in for group to deal with, you know, this guy that may have made them nervous because they didn't know what was going on on the other side of the door or behind this the tinted glass of the car. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. shouldn't it shouldn't just be when something happens. It should be somewhere where they get a chance to let it out and talk about it. Yeah, and another thing that really really uh, burns my biscuits chaps your <laughs> chaps your jeans. Yes, yeah. yeah, it really it really chaps my blue jeans. Uh, is you know, of course, with a lot of this, most of these protests are, are, you know, are peaceful. Most of the people going out there protesting are doing so the right way. They're being very peaceful about mm-hmm. it, but they're making sure you hear their voice, right? Mm-hmm. But along with that, you're going to have some people who are going to uh, want chaos. Oh, yeah. And so you have the looting and the burning of businesses and stuff. There's always going to be jokers in the world, dude. Yeah. Yes. Who just want to see the world burn. And that to me also um, people get mad at these protesters and and lump them all together. Uh, And that's kind of part of the problem too, is we want to lump people into groups and then whatever anybody in that group does and everybody in that group's for, that's what we do. My favorite is, and it's on both sides again, right? But my favorite is that one person that says, Oh, not all of our side is bad. But you yes. know what? All of your side is bad, just so you know. Yeah. Right? Yes. So it's, yes, it's, you're it's not the wrong. most ridiculous thing. And and yeah. I don't know, man. As a society, as as a as a human race, we have to get better. We there's have no there's to no compassion. Better. There's no compassion yeah. or empathy for somebody who thinks differently than you. I was just That's, gonna say it's what you guys just talked about in your last episode of Pointless Prattle. You made that yeah. point. There is no more empathy. There's no more true caring for your neighbor or the person in front of you in line of the grocery store. There's no care. You don't care. Yeah, yeah it's way more about it's way more about selfishness and about what benefits and helps me. And if that benefiting me hurts somebody else, then to hell with it. You know, it doesn't matter. Do you feel like uh, this is something, this is a one of these kind of bad byproducts of our technology and the internet and, you know, digital having a, a phone in your hands and the computer at your fingertips? Do you think this is separating us from that kind of, because they said this, right? Remember when this, this technology started to come out back in the day, internet, the, the chatting, all that stuff. They said this was removing that kind of human interaction that's truly needed and we're going to evolve into kind of this a colder colder you know race and it almost feels like that could be the case it's weird right 
I mean, that's very possible, especially right now as this recording. I mean, this is we're still, you know, dealing with a, a deadly virus that's going around. Yeah. But, so we're trying. I mean, most people are trying to stay <laughs> socially distant and all that stuff. But I will say, not and, Adam Carolla. Oh <laughs> God, yeah, I saw that today. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, I mean, well, to be fair though, I'm never going to get my news and opinions from Adam Carolla. Yeah, I never exactly. once thought that. Exactly. <laughs> so, so whatever to that guy. Uh. But uh, <laughs> but it's just it's just so strange. Well, it's not really that it's strange, but I do kind of agree that with the way technology is and social media and stuff, we are. Uh, it is harder for us to kind of connect with other people in, in person like that part. I understand. And I do agree. However, I will say we've been having this issue in this country forever, forever. I mean, in the sixties and seventies yeah. and eighties and the nineties, some, some type of racial thing has come up, right? Mm-hmm. Like some, and it's, you know, and it's not just, Black people, even though that's what we're talking about right now. I mean, it's Asian people. Yeah. Anybody who's not white. Arabic ap- right after 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. And honestly, even though, I mean, obviously I wouldn't know what it's like to be a black man, to be a black woman. I couldn't even remotely mm. tell you. Like, that just seems like it'd be the most, uh, you know, like if you got to choose what you're going to be, <laughs> you know, uh, poor black women for crying out loud. The stuff they have to deal with, not just because of the skin color, but because they're a woman. I mean, that's like double whammy there. Yeah. And, and and I think the part that really, the reason that this really speaks to me is not only because I love history and I've really studied, especially during the Civil War era, that history. Um, but it's also because I, growing up, I've been very fortunate to have friends of different races. I mean, I... I was a giant. I mean, I love basketball. I love playing basketball. And literally in high school, every day I played basketball with, with a couple guys who are from different races and they became, we all became very close and I would have missed out on that if I was a freaking racist, you know? Yeah. Like I would have missed out on those friendships and those guys to this day mean a lot to me. Uh, so I don't under, that's the other thing I don't understand about being racist. Like you're just missing out on, you're just cutting off like a whole chunk of people. Humanity. Yeah. Uh, uh, who are freaking awesome. I mean, Chris, you're, I mean, me and you are different races, right? Yeah. Technically. Uh, and you're one of my closest friends. If what if, if I was a, a prick <laughs> and, and a dick about what race you are, I'd be missing out on that friendship. That's so true, I, man. That's the part I don't understand with this. I don't get it. Like the part that I do get is, um, wanting things to benefit you. Like I get that. Like just on a human level, we are selfish and it's hard not to be. I'm selfish. I'm not just putting this on everybody else and saying that like, I'm not selfish. I'm definitely can be selfish at times for sure. So I kind of get that in a way, but here's the issue, right? Like, like I'm, I'm a Christian. I consider myself a Christian. I believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not going to sit here and tell you. And I have, I'm not going to sit here and tell my atheist friends who I have plenty of, um, that their uh, their rights and opinions on things of how the country should run and how what should happen in the country that they're wrong mm-hmm. because that's that's not how it is, you know. Uh, the things should not just be catered toward me; it should be catered toward as many people as possible, and that's just not what happens. I mean, especially right now, the, the I mean, the, with black people, I couldn't imagine what it would be like if I had kids and I would have to tell them, "Hey, I know if you're in trouble, you want to run up to a cop and say, please help me.'" But uh, you got to be careful about that because of your yeah. skin color. You know, yeah. Th- that would destroy me. And I have, and I do have family. I have cousins who are mixed because, you know, because my cousin uh, was married to a black guy for a while. And like, I want them to be able to grow up in this country because they're good kids, man. They're really good kids. Yeah. They're smart and good God, they're smarter than I could ever be. <laughs> and they, and I couldn't imagine the garbage they put up with. Right. Yeah. And, and I want them to be able to grow up in a country and have all, you know, all the options and choices that I had. Yeah. I really want that. I want them to be able to grow up and not be freaking afraid, dude. I think that's the part that makes me like, how can you not look at somebody, even if you're not their race, even if you can't relate to them on that, like on a looks level or whatever, like just cause you don't look like them. How can you look at somebody and not on a human level? We're all humans and be like, you know, I don't care if you live or die. That's the part to me 
that just destroys me inside. Yeah. Like, you should freaking care if somebody, I don't care where they're from or who they are. It should matter to you. I agree. Whether they live or die. And that just, just really, really upsets me. And I just can't it's, understand that line of thinking at all. Yeah, it's the empathy thing. It's exactly yes. like you said. We're lacking empathy. We don't have the empathy we used to have for common man, for the person next to you, regardless of skin color, regardless of gender, regardless of of you know uh, religious beliefs. It's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. And it's always been that way. You know, there's always been people that have said, you know, oh, you know, don't talk to these kinds of people. Don't. I just, I don't know. I thought we were like, like for me, I always had this idea that humans were going to evolve to be this kind of, and not, not, you know, hippie kind of, you know, everybody loves everybody, but (laughs) man, more peace, right? Like really understanding that the damage we're doing in this, like we're smart, we're an intelligent, I mean, we assume we are intelligent, right? Like why can't we get past some of the barbarism that's in the, in the, in in our like deep within our dna this kind of animalistic you know uh need for for over or dominating another group of people you know or to to i just don't get it dude i don't know i thought maybe we'd be getting better by that by now but i guess i i do have hope there is and hope because there are always there, a lot of easy, there's a yeah. lot of people out there that make uh you know they they give us good what it's like they're the guiding light they're showing us how to yeah. live Yes. So I do have hope, though. I understand if other people are losing it, because I mean, it's kind of hard to keep it sometimes with stuff that keeps happening. Uh, so I understand that. It's it's just and another thing. I'm getting on rants here. Another thing that really burns my biscuits or chaps my jeans <laughs> is when some people turn the history and they twist stuff in history mm. to fit a narrative they want to fit. Like one of the things is, you know, in the South, especially where I'm obviously am and from and especially in North Carolina, which is one of the States that's like torn between trying to be progressive and being incredibly deep Southern. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it sounds weird, but it's kind of where our State's at. Oh, when you said South, you meant North Carolina. I thought your accent was yeah. Australia. I know. I know. Oh. I get that a lot. Okay. Uh, but it's just, it, it, you know, like the Confederate flag is a big thing right now. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Especially, especially down here. So it's a huge, a huge issue. Um, I hear all the time people are saying it's about heritage and it's not about history. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy for you to say if you're a white person that it's not about the history and what happened underneath that flag. Right. Because let me just let me lecture some people on this. During the Civil War, uh, even though slavery was not the only thing that it was fought over, that was one of the major things. You can sit there and say it wasn't, but it was. Because guess what? When the Confederacy split off from the United States, uh, they had their own constitution and in their constitution, it literally says, uh, we want to have slaves. I mean, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but slavery is in there for sure. That's a big deal. Do you know why Abraham Lincoln was killed? He was originally just going to be kidnapped. John Wilkes Booth was just going to kidnap him. But then he goes to a speech from Abraham Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln talks about citizenship for black people. And uh, John Wilkes Booth just wasn't going to have it. So that's why he turned the kidnapping to, to he wanted to murder him. And he does. A spoiler alert. Abraham Lincoln gets shot in the head trying to watch a freaking play. Jeez. Uh, because he had the gall. You know, the, the he, he, he just, because he wanted people to actually feel like people for crying out loud. And they have rights they should have had this entire freaking time. And that's the thing that I really hate. People will be like, uh, you know, it's not about slavery. It's not about putting down a person of race. It's easy for you to say that if you're white, it's easy for me to say that because I have not gone through any of this stuff. Right. I've not, I I cannot look at a black person in the eye and say, I know how you feel because I don't. Right. 100% dude. I totally get where you're coming from for real. It's, uh, I lived down there, you know, I lived in the South for almost all of my, most of my life. So yeah, yeah, definitely go there. If you're, I think it's 75, when you take 75 down into Florida from Georgia to Florida, yes. there is a property right there on that border line, line uh, where this it's a private property. And this guy has a car lot sized uh, flagpole with one of those jumbo flags. And it is it's just it's just the, the Confederate flag just blown. I don't know if it's still happening. I remember when I lived down there, anytime I drove out of state and came down, it was always there blowing in the wind. And it's it's kind of shameful. Yes. It's it's kind of like oh god, right? Like it just it doesn't. Um, I don't know. I don't know. 
I just hope. Hey, I, oh, yeah. Oh, here's a spoiler alert too. The the South lost. <laughs> oh wait. You know? Wait what? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a big shocker of something that happened, you know, in the 1860s, but over uh, the a, South lost. Over a span of seven years, eight years, whatever it was, six years. The Civil War was four years, but oh. Oh, it had it been was... set up it had been set up well before yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all yeah. this stuff was going on well before that. And and here's another thing. I'm not going to sit here and just say the South is evil because it's not. There's so many amazing people down here. Hopefully, I'm one of those. But and the, uh, be- it's got be- there's beautiful land in the oh, South. Oh know, gosh, yeah, a lot of nice towns. I mean, it's 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 yeah. not all just. That's the thing. It, people have to get away from black and white when you when you criticize something about something. It's not criticizing everything or all of it or you know what I'm saying. It's it's yeah. it's like speak to the issue and, and and yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because everybody knows there's garbage people in all groups and yeah. that there's good people in all groups. Everybody knows that, uh, but we want to lump things together. Uh, I mean, we're not talking political yet. I don't know if you ever want to, but I mean, in politics right now, when we're going through election season, and I'm just like, it's just back and forth and both sides of this issue are so far on one issue or the other that they don't see how alike they are. It just really bums me out. I really uh, love that. I don't have like, I don't watch live cable or live TV at all. Yeah. So I have I not have seen to. one political ad yet. And I love it. Well, it's on YouTube all the time, which is where I see most of it. But, oh. but uh, I literally have friends on both sides of the political aisle and on, on the far sides on each political aisle on the left and the right. And so I get all my quote unquote news from both of those sources because <laughs> uh, they will text me and they'll try to persuade me to their side, even though I proud. Uh, another thing I pride myself on is uh, how in the middle I am. Uh, and by the way, here's another thing. Uh, being in the middle and trying to see both sides and also have an empathy for somebody who doesn't think like you, guess what? That is not a weakness. That's I hate to tell human, you human, dude. That's what you're sub- That's what we are supposed to strive to be like. I'm with you. I'm one of these people. I can talk to people who have different thought ideas than me, and I can think about other sides to things. That doesn't bother me at all. Again, now when I entertain the thoughts, and if it still comes across to me, no matter how hard I try, if it just then yeah. it, it is what it is. But I'm not one to say, nope, never, not nope. Once you said this, that you're you're done. Can't, nope, nope. You know, I mean, there's times yeah. when you get very kind of uh, in the moment for things. There was there was a time when you know. Things would get so bad, it was just kind of like, listen, listen, if anybody supports this person, please just unfriend me. I can't even, right? But Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I also, real quick, also refuse to believe that people can't change or, and grow. Right. Uh, because I know for a fact that I've changed and grown in my life when I was growing up, uh, when it came to... Technically, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As I was getting older in age, uh, you know... Uh, when I was younger, my attitude towards um, the LB, how do you say that? I always get it wrong. LGBTQ. Yeah, thank you. That community, def- not that I hated them, but I probably did not have the best thoughts of them, and I would make all kinds of jokes and stuff about that. And then what changed me was one of my best friends growing up came out, and he came out to me. And I was like, I've, I've known this guy my whole life. I've known the struggles because he would tell me all these things without actually coming out and telling me that he mm-hmm. was gay. But he would tell me all these things about all the stuff he struggled with, about how he gets how he was treated. And I would see it, too, because I was always with him. Mm-hmm. And I would see all the stuff he would go through. And and I was like, man, I, I I'm wrong. <laughs> and I need to be better. And thanks to him, uh, I've gotten way better over it. So I was very lucky in that he's. He, I don't even know. I don't even think he knows he did it, but he really opened my eyes on how I was acting towards a whole group of people who are freaking awesome. And it's because you, know? you had empathy. You felt. You literally yeah. felt because you saw what he went through, and so you felt what he felt, which yeah. ma- humanized. That's the thing. Empathy really humanizes other people because it makes them realize. It makes you realize they are you and you are them right. like that's all there it's like one of it's the same thing of like when you discuss and I've, i hear it all the time now with these these kids that are now coming into 25 26 27 years old or even into their 30s they're like man you know i thought by now i i would feel like an adult or i would have my shit together or whatever yeah. it is you know and the, and and yeah. they everybody slowly comes to this realization that all adults are kids who've been trying to figure out how to be an adult that's just how it is yeah. that's just the the process yeah. you know um so yeah it's all about empathy dude it's all about caring about people um yeah 
Now, I, I think I think sorry to cut you off here, but I think that we uh, it seems it seems to me that it's kind of human to want to tear somebody down. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like that's our first instinct. We want to tear somebody down either for whatever reason, either through jealousy or makes us feel better about ourselves or whatever it may be. And I think it's one thing that we have to change. And I, again, I'm as guilty as this, especially if it's somebody I don't like. Like I jump at the chance to to tear down like a politician or whoever that I don't agree with, right? I jump at the chance at that. <laughs> and I really do got to be better about that. But I don't know, dude. They, I, I, I do I do enjoy just, I mean, because I don't it's know. It's fun. For, <laughs> for me, like here's the thing. For me, Trump is just one of these guys that I don't know. It's he's... I think I remember when he first got elected, comedians, late night TV show hosts were all celebrating slightly because now they had so much stuff right. that they'd be able to write. We just didn't realize how like horrific it would truly come out to be. But I have yeah. no problem tearing that guy down because he, to me, really is one of these people that lacks empathy, that thinks for about himself and only himself at all times. And will I, I don't know. It's hard, dude. I don't know how a guy like him can change. Like he would literally have to go through oh, a Christmas Carol with three ghosts visiting him, and I don't yes. even know if that's going to work. Then, and even then, I don't know. Either. Right? He's but, literally the Grinch right. without his heart growing. Like it's just never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely on the same side when it, with you when it comes to Trump. Sweet, because he's coming up next. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I then I'll say my you, opinions. I can't wait till you hear okay. this. I want to know if you've heard this. All right, please tell me. Uh, this is Huff Post. This was written today by Ron Dicker. Uh, Trump told Sarah Huckabee Sanders to take one for the team after Kim Jong Un wink. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> so President Donald Trump jokingly ordered Sarah Huckabee Sanders to move to North Korea and take one for the team after she saw the country's dictator, Kim Jong-un, wink at her, according to her new book. Oh, good God. The Guardian obtained a copy of the book, Speaking for Myself, in which the former White House press secretary wrote that at a 2018 summit in Singapore, she began to, quote, notice Kim staring at me. We made direct eye contact and Kim nodded and appeared to wink at me. I was stunned. I quickly looked down and continued taking notes. All I could think was, what just happened? Surely Kim Jong-un didn't, did not just mark me. She recalled that she relayed the incident to Trump and then Chief of Staff John Kelly in the limousine afterwards, prompting Trump to say, Kim Jong, quote, Kim Jong-un hit on you. He did. He fucking hit on you. Sanders said the president then joked, quote, well, Sarah, that settles it. You're going to North Korea and taking one for the team. Your husband and kids will miss you, but you'll be a hero to your country. Both men then, quote, howled with laughter, she remembered. Oof. I'm sure she laughed, right? I'm, I'm sure she had to in that moment, right? Because she oh, yeah. was oh, uncomfortable. Yeah. I was being sarcastic. Like, that I was being just sarcastic, doesn't help, yeah. man. That comes, that especially, again, in this climate of the way women are treated. What are you? Hey. What okay. You All right. Let me say this before we I go on this rant. <laughs> I don't... F- I don't think that he's like pure evil, right? I don't think that because it's obvious that his kids love him. And like, they say that they talk to each other every day. Not that that they're good people either, but can I, can I say something real quick? Yes. Yes. Golden state killers. Kid loved him too. (laughs) Well, (laughs) and thought he was a good grandpa. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who are, and that dude's pure evil, bro. People. Yeah. Oh, that dude definitely is. Yeah, hundred percent. He, yeah, 100%. I don't know, man. Everybody who's close to him is literally saying that he's just—he really is somebody who he. For him, it's about cheating. It's about getting a one up on everyone. He's the number oh, one person in the world, and it's no about one's his ego. He, he's never gonna—he's never yeah. gonna go out of his way to care about people. It's—it's it's too much. I mean, I, I still say to this day, the best thing he ever did was tell. Uh, Kevin, you know, Kevin, where the front desk was in Home Alone 2. That's the only good thing he's ever done, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but but I do think that, and maybe it's just me having hope, I do think that he isn't pure evil. Like, I really, really hate it when either side, because I remember when Obama was in office, mm-hmm. I would literally hear my people on the right saying, that guy's pure evil, you know that, right? <laughs> and I'm like, freaking what? <laughs> where are you, What? But of course, you know, Trump's the greatest thing on earth, according to them. So, uh, oh, man. but anyway, yeah, it's, 
And then to put a woman in this kind of, I mean, I know he's joking around and for him it was okay. Cause you know, he's the older guy. That's what, that's how you joke and it shouldn't, you shouldn't upset her, but I'm sure it did. Especially the way she said, you know, the fact that this guy looked at her across the table and immediately she averts her eyes. She's stunned. It's, it's yeah. unwanted kind of advances. And then the president jokes about it in an inappropriate way. So technically he's her boss and that's almost like that sexual harassment joking at work. You're not allowed to talk like like that yeah um i don't i don't think those types of rules matter to him <laughs> just <laughs> judging on past things he said <laughs> uh but i think the really the big thing that really annoys me with him is uh especially on this election he literally i can't i'm paraphrasing but one of the things he said was that uh, Biden was bad for God or, or the Bible or something like that. <laughs> like it's something along those lines. And he's I'm ushering like, in the end times. And I'm like, and this is coming from the guy who literally walked across the street to a church. He's never been to just for a photo op and had people pepper sprayed just so he could do so. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, Holding up uh, a book. He probably barely looked at upside now, down. How that book didn't burn his hand when he held it is beyond <laughs> me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I really hate when any, and honestly I hate this when any politician does this or they use and I don't want to do it because that will get uh, Christians or whoever right. is in that belief to vote for yeah. you yeah and that's a big base especially down here in the south I mean I'm in the bible belt and all this and all that stuff but man I really think that like I I really try and obviously I fail and that's just part of it but uh, I really try to think like what would jesus think of these things that were happening right that's my thought and i think jesus not, would treat it like the money changers in the temple and just start yeah, whooping ass yes like he would I'm literally saying. he would start yes. beating ass like that's what he did yes. he flipped tables over and smacked guys around and pushed them yeah, out that's what, and knocked them yeah, over. one like, of the few times that that jesus was ever angry was when people were were taking advantage of people based in on a religion church, yes based on religion and <laughs> And I hate to tell you, there's a lot of, especially, I mean, a lot of churches that do that now really take advantage of stuff. And I think he would go to their churches and turn stuff over. You know, I think uh, the funny thing too is, is if, if, if the, like the true person, Jesus, right? This true yeah. person who had these beliefs and this way of trying to come across the yeah. lands and teach people how to live so that they reach, the, you know, this kind of, this, not, not only just we're, we're the the idea of going to heaven, but even this inner peace, this kind of like Zen, you know, kind of living. If he lived today, these religious people would call him a lunatic and would oh, yeah. say the things that he's saying are, you know what I'm saying? It's it's yes. it's kind of like the old pagan, the, the 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 people who were worshiping pagan gods back then, how they looked at him and why they yes. persecuted him. Like he'd be taken that way anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right there. That's very true. Um, it's but getting back, getting back to Trump, like he just does so many things that really, really bother me, uh, and I think I should put it lightly. Um, I consider myself when it comes to politics. I can consider myself, and I'm actually registered as an independent. Right, that's how I'm registered. I've voted for Democrats and I've voted for Republicans before. I've voted for both. <gasps> I know. Oh, I know. Oh, that's a no. ridiculous thing to say. How, I know. How could you? I know. What are you thinking? Wild, I'm a wild man. Uh, but I mean, here, the the fact of the matter is the last time I went to vote uh, in the voting machine, it said, hey, if you don't want to look through all these names, you can just vote down a straight ticket. What does that mean? How is, how is that voting? What does that mean? <laughs> like you can vote. If I want to vote all Republican, I can just vote. I can just hit a button and then every Republican in that. And that's oh, up for election I vote for. I didn't yeah. know that. I never heard of that. Yeah, that was I've seen it multiple times. And I usually like, treat well, it the way I did my SATs. I made it look like a Christmas tree. Yes. And hope or that put, like it hope hopefully the right person got into the office. And if you want to be really mad, I'll just do A C D C back and forth all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, God. But that's literally a thing that I don't know if it's new or like if if this season, I keep calling it season, mm -hmm. if this election is going to be the same way when it comes to that, but I do 
Frank, I do very much remember that because it really bothered me. It does feel uh, like a season, right? Like it, the games, yes, the, it the games, which are the commercials, start months yeah. and months and months earlier oh, until man. we get to the finals. Until you know what I'm saying, and then the finals yeah. go down. There's one championship game, and we see who wins. I don't know if you saw my Facebook post, but here in North Carolina on YouTube, if you're trying to watch YouTube, of course YouTube has just as many commercials as TV now. But if you're trying to watch a YouTube video, no matter how long it is, literally, I guarantee you, I've seen these commercials. Over 100 times easily. It's all about this guy named Cal Cunningham. I couldn't tell you. I don't remember what he's running for, but he's running for something in North Carolina, and he's a Democrat. But there are all these attack ads on him, right? Like, they're about all these things he's done that are bad and stuff. But never once, never once do they sit there and tell you who the guy running against him was. To the point where I had to ask on Facebook, you know who who they want me to vote for because they don't <laughs> tell you. They just want you to know that this other guy is a piece of garbage. Right? Yeah. So they're like they're like it paid for by the people against this guy. Not even who they're for. It's paid for yes. the, so that yeah. you can just go into the booth and not vote for whoever else you want to vote for. Do that, but not this guy. So that, that made me so annoyed that I'm like I'm voting for Cal. Oh, okay, Cal guy. Chris. What are you? Somebody <laughs> telling you not to watch a TV show now? <laughs> I get it from you. <laughs> oh man, it's interesting, man. It is. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how, how this all really does play out. Because yeah, I don't know, man. There's definitely stuff has to change. Definitely stuff has to change. I agree, and I kind of think that's how Trump got elected in the first place. Was that he's most certainly not like any other politician. I'll give him that much. I'm not saying that in a positive manner, but dude, I'm telling uh, you right now, nothing is great. And he's had a. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing, right? If you get a job somewhere and you go to work, and there's expectations of you in your job, in your role, and you have an outcome that you're supposed to meet, right? Yeah. Uh, if you don't do it, you, you know, you start to kind of mess up. Your, your manager brings you into the office and has kind of a talk with you puts you back out there. You continue to not mess up and do better. Your manager brings you back in. It's like, listen, all right, we're going to have to sit down and make a, put together a plan of action, what you're going to do to get better. And then they send you back out there. And if you still can't cut it, it's like, you're sorry, it's not working. We got to let you go. Right? So four years is a long time to do something, something, something positive. Just one thing. It's but a lot of time. But Chris, he helped build part of a wall. <laughs> oh God! You see, Canada's putting up a wall because they don't want us coming over there. And I do not blame them one bit. I think it's hilarious. It's I don't really even funny. know, dude. Yeah, this this part of that, it's just. I hope they send much. us the bill for it. I hope they think that we're going to pay for it. Just like you know, Trump was like, "We're going to make Mexico pay for this wall." Yeah. It's so I hope much. Canada sends us the bill for this. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Um. We're going to switch gears here. All right. We're going to literally hit the brakes, do a U-turn, and head back. Actually, not a U-turn. We're not retreading. We're going to cut a quick left, go okay. into the deep tunnel. Uh, I want to go to the t tunnel real quick. We're going to pull back the curtain. So at the network here, we have a ton of podcasts on our network. Network's been around now for going on five years or a little bit after five years. Oh, um, man, yeah. And... You know the network has definitely grown. We've gotten a lot of new group uh, team members on the on on the team, uh, a lot of new shows. But this whole time, our show History Creeps has been the number one show on that network. And now when I say number one, it's in terms of unique subscribers. How many people we get coming to us per month? Uh, not downloads, you know. And and you could probably equate downloads, but it's it's typically we want to know how many listeners we have. Yeah. Um. History Creeps has been holding that for almost five years strong. This month, this, the, well, not this, this one, yeah. the, the last month, month of August, your other show with our good friend Matt Johnson, who does Two Point Conversation, uh, Eat Sleep Blist, he does all kinds of different shows, uh, Section 6 <laughs> WrestleCast. Did uh, you say Eat Sleep Blist? I think that's what you said. <laughs> yeah, isn't it Eat Sleep Blist? Eat, eat sleep blist? It's, that's what it is, but it sounded like you said eat, sleep, bliss. That's because me. I'm drunk. I'm so upset <laughs> that we I'm were worried dead. about you. We were dethroned so you. by you and Matt Johnson, your your other show, Retro Pop. But I really wanted to just say, take a second and say, dude, that was amazing. And congratulations for having yet another show on the network that's just blowing, blowing, blowing up. Well, thank you, first of all. And uh, it astounds me that anybody would listen to my 
prattling stupidity at all. So <laughs> this is pretty amazing to me. And uh, as the guy who's on both the, the hit shows for the network, it didn't matter to me who won. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't care. I win either way. <laughs> yeah. It's you're just, you're just kind of sitting back watching me and me and Matt just kind of compete now. Yeah. Uh, but I will say the numbers are close to each other, though. Oh yeah, dude, uh, it's 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 off. ridiculous how close it was. And I saw you guys creeping up towards the middle of the month. I'm like, holy cow! I really think they're going to overtake. And sure enough, you did. And I've got to tell you, there's nothing about it that makes me upset or or whatever. I am so happy and proud, and I just think it's so awesome that 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 you guys did this. Um, so that's why I started drinking. No, uh, so this is why I'm thinking <laughs> about selling the network to Spotify. What do you think? Let's do it, man. Let's make some chatter. Can you? Well, they're saying this is the new thing, too, is that a lot of these streaming services are starting to look for networks of shows so that they can buy the entire network and then they just pick and choose the shows that they want to use. And basically everybody else is told, all right, you're you're not needed anymore. Um, Yeah. Did you see? Well, we all know this. Joe Rogan had the biggest, uh, you know, big, made big news when he signed a deal with Spotify. Uh that was worth about a hundred million dollars back in May. Yes. Uh, and he's not alone in that. I think the ringer network is like a sports network. Mm-hmm. Um, well, sports and pop culture, they did a very similar thing very recently. Yep. Um, DC comics, DC comics, Kim Kardashian. Um, last podcast on the left did as well, I believe. Yeah. It's, uh, so basically you guys, we're going to have numbers here soon. You never know. You might see us being bought out by Spotify, but I wanted to ask you this. So as of today, uh, I'm sorry, no, not as of today, as of yesterday, today's Wednesday, uh, September 2nd, as of September 1st, Tuesday, September 1st, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan experience officially moved over to Spotify. Uh, and immediately fall fans are calling out that Spotify is censoring his podcast because there are specific episodes that are now missing. There's the episode featuring Alex Jones, Chris Delia, Milo Yiannopoulos. I don't know how to say that weird guy's name. Uh, shows featuring, let's see, Michael Shermer, Nick Kroll, Davin McGinnis, and Joey Diaz are all missing. And there hasn't been any response from the Rogan camp. So you, there's no, there, we don't know if he just said, I don't want those up or if Spotify is censoring them. But if they are censoring them, dude, what's your thoughts on that? Okay, so I'm torn on this, right? Uh, my gut tells me that Joe Rogan, just based on, obviously I've never met the guy, but just based on stuff I've seen, I've listened to episodes of his show before and how he comes off that uh, he is very much against being censored. Um, that's just a feeling I get. He's all for free speech, even if you don't agree with the speech, he's for it. So that in myself tells me this is definitely a Spotify thing. I would, I think, I would, I'm assuming. Uh, it's kind of weird when you get to this because Spotify is a much bigger entity, right? Um, so if you're selling your stuff there, then they kind of have more control over it than you do. Um, I, the one name you said was Nick Kroll and I'm afraid to look up what he did because I liked Nick Kroll. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was the same things that are controversial or, you oh, know, cause Joey comedian. D I like Joey Diaz too, but Joey Diaz like, is one of these old school Italians that, I mean, he throws around the word cocksucker like it's nothing. So yeah. he says things too, that are not good. And he also made some jokes about women that a lot of people said it was time to cancel uncle Joey. But uh, I'm wondering if that's what you know if that's the episode that's missing. It, it might be. I don't know. But I also know that people have an issue with a lot of people have an issue with Joe Rogan himself. Anyway, yeah, um, I've heard a lot of backlash against him. All right, so here's here's the thing. Like I grew up in the era of uh, shock jock radio, right? Yeah, like same. Uh, you know, Howard Stern was huge. Opie and Anthony was a show that I listened to all the time. And these were shows with comedians and such that would be on there all the time, and they would say Shay, they would say some outrageous things that in today's era would probably get them on the cancel list mm-hmm. at the very least. Um, now, you're allowed to have whatever sense of humor you have, right? Like that doesn't bother me. Like if you don't think something's funny that I think's funny, that's fine. That's humor. That's why humor is how it is. We can each find something we find funny, and that's fine. Uh, like there's like the Big Bang Theory, just for example, mm-hmm. like my parents and the hundreds of millions of thousands of people love that show and find it very funny. Um, I laugh every once in a while at it, but I don't find it near as humorous as The Office or, or Parks and Rec. Those mm-hmm. shows just hit me better. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just my uh, cup of tea. type of 
yeah, my cup of tea, my sense of humor leans towards those shows uh, instead of um, other shows. So here's the thing I think it really gets down to is censorship, right? That's the biggest issue mm-hmm. here. How do I feel about censorship? Like, I get it from the standpoint of you just don't want to deal with, <laughs> just don't want to deal with it, mm-hmm. right? Like, you had, you'll, you'll have this, um, like Alex Jones is a great example. Like you just want to deal with the backlash you get for having Alex Jones on your show. Yeah. I, I get it. He's Alex Jones. Isn't the, uh, most liked person. Uh, so I, it doesn't and he's make... definitely said, and he definitely said some controversial stuff. Yeah. So that would make a lot of people angry, including myself. I've really hated some stuff. He said, and I think he does way more damage than he, than good. But, um, I'm really torn when it comes to censorship. Because if your brand is that you're not censored and that anything can kind of be said or anything like that, then part of me kind of feels you should be allowed to have it, even if people don't agree with it, even if I don't like it. And uh, the only time I ever listen to, to Joe Rogan's show is if he has a guest on there that I'm interested in. Like he has a lot of uh, UFO stuff on there and I'm very much interested in that stuff. So I'll watch like with that or if it's a, uh, a famous person that I like or something like that. I'll, I'll usually listen to, it. I said, watch, cause he puts them on YouTube too, but I'll listen to it. Um, so I'm very torn. I guess I'll try to make this from our point of view. What if we, what if we had to censor some of our episodes of our show of history? Groups? <laughs> How would I feel about that? I'm sure I've said some really stupid jokes on there that some yeah. people didn't like. Yeah, I'm sure. Know? Dude, there's going to be Bigfoot when when that when Bigfoot comes out as being real, he's probably going to sue our show for defamation. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so we're sorry Sasquatch. I don't uh, know about Nick Kroll. I don't think that there was anything kind of uh you know, controversial because in this in the article that Inter- Week, uh, Entertainment Weekly was talking about, you know, people like Chris Delia, like Alex Jones, uh, Milo, blah 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 blah, with that that racist guy. Uh, these these guys had they were controversial, but then in this sentence makes me think it wasn't the same this way. It says curiously, episodes with Nick Kroll and Tommy Chong also missed the cut. Now I'll tell you what we know why Tommy Chong is famous, so I'm wondering if Spotify has something about the glorified of drugs because uh, if he's missing, I know Nick Kroll had a thing a little while ago where he talked about his experiences with LSD and he did it on the Joe Rogan show. So I wonder if that's the episode that's missing. But the thing I don't understand though, isn't Joe Rogan very much pro yeah. marijuana? hundred percent. And he smokes on the show while he's doing the show. Yeah. yeah I thought he did. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I, I don't get that either. Um, so I don't know why, why those are there, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, apparently, how would you? I mean, how would you feel, Chris, if we had guests on our podcast, and that guest, uh, after we had them on, um, it came out they were less than a good person, like they had done something horrible, um, or something. How would you feel about that episode? Would you want to keep it, or would you want to get rid of it? I would leave it. And it's not about, I don't think it's about promoting any, and if anything, you know what I would do? I would take the Disney plus approach. So Disney plus has a lot of films, uh, cartoons, things that were, you know, created and produced well before civil rights. Uh, and so there's a lot of stuff that can be considered or is considered controversial today. But now when you watch, when you put them on to watch on the new streaming service, there's kind of like this, this, this thing that comes up at the beginning of it that says, you know, just, uh, to, to please be aware of the fact that the stuff that's coming up is controversial. It's not okay. And that this was produced during a time of whatever. Right. And so I think I would do that. I think I would record a new intro to say something along the lines of this episode was with this person before anyone knew anything of, you know, the horrendous things that Johnny did. So every single one of these episodes is uh, before we found out what he did, uh, but we are not glorifying him in any way. See, what I would do is I would take the Steven Spielberg approach and I would take and, <laughs> and take out the bad parts and just put in like walkie talkies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so Can anyway. you imagine? <laughs> so I would just uh, record new dialogue and uh, uh, for, for the show. <laughs> yeah. Rough, dude. You, it's that, rough that you can fit in. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. It's it is definitely crazy because if you think about it, they purchased the the licensing for it, so yeah. they do have their own rules. And even if that those rules change, who knows what the contract says? It could, there could be something in the contract that says, you know, you're agreeing to this, but what we if we decide that some of our programming, you know, standards change, 
it can affect your thing and you don't have a say about it. Now, the thing is, is they don't have a say in terms of what he can do. He still does it live. He still, uh, you know, puts it out there. And anything that, you know, would be considered, I'm assuming, would be considered uh, too controversial for Spotify. If he knew it wasn't going to go on Spotify, he'd make the whole episode free on YouTube. I really think he would do that. But I know that was the thing. Right after he signed this big announcement back in May, he quoted, he was quoted as saying, it will remain free and it will be the exact same show. It's just a licensing deal. So Spotify won't have any creative control over the show. They want me to keep doing the way I've been doing it right now. Well, I mean, that's because whether you like him or not, his show does great numbers. It's fantastic, amazing, huge numbers. So, um, I mean, just for advertising alone, his show is probably worth whatever they paid for it. Yeah. Um, so I get that. Two, 200 million. Yeah. See, bro, could you imagine that's a 200 million split equally among all the creators? On the yeah. network. Well, I could retire. That's still a decent, oh. a decent amount of money, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. Even after taxes, it's still some good, good moolah there. Does does um, does it does our our network soon become like this kind of bloodthirsty thing where we're like, well, if I off that person, my share is a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> it becomes a dark comedy all of a sudden where everybody's trying yeah. to off each other. <laughs> oh man, there's a script right there. I'm, I'm already writing it. I'm already writing it. <laughs> Copyright trademark. You guys can't take my idea. Oh man, I don't know. Listen, I think that's about all we're going to talk about. We have more stuff I wanted to discuss, but some of this stuff was really important. So I wanted to. We're going to get into some of the fun stuff next week. Uh, Anthony should be back next week. Uh, are you available to be back next week? I'll think about it. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, <laughs> seriously, dude, thanks so much for, for jumping in. Um, go ahead and promote. Tell all the people where they can find all your other stuff. As if they don't know, dude, you've got the biggest show on the network. I think everybody that listens to us already knows who you are. But just in case they're listening to you on a boom box and their uncle walks by and is like, hey, who's that? He sounds like he's from North Carolina. They'll be like, Psh, well, he is. Biggest two shows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, excuse me. Yeah, I'll just say this. If you... Uh, if you got your eye on some certain person that you really want to get romantic with, just take this advice. Put me on a boombox, like Chris said, and hold it above your head. <laughs> and just play me while you're sitting outside their bedroom window. Oh, that's amazing. And bam, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, go uh, History Creeps, of course. I do that with Chris and Carter. And that's where we're talking about the creepy side of history. It's a podcast on this very... All these podcasts are on this very same network. Uh, Retro Blist is a retro gaming podcast for me and my uh literally my best friend i grew up with we've known each other our entire lives so that's i'm not even just saying that uh we talk about and he's real he's not oh, imaginary oh yeah yes he's a real person <laughs> <laughs> we talk about old school video games uh we also do pointless prattle which is just meaning i'm just two guys talking kind of like what this show is and uh of course retro pop i do with matt johnson that's where he and i go into and dive into just different aspects and and subjects of pop culture like we just released one on bob ross and uh we've covered everything it's on my download list i haven't heard that one yet it's on my download list oh we've covered everything from bob ross to star wars to to uh parts of the shopping the mall mall yeah the 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 idea of (laughs) i think the mall is an american idea right like the idea that this this kind of institution is very influential in pop culture you guys literally have a whole episode discussing the mall different stores in the mall your memories of things in the mall yeah how much money i spent in the mall uh (laughs) there's all kinds of things about like where the where you could go and kind of uh get some hanky panky at the mall (laughs) All oh, kinds of things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hi, right, Chris. What about you? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going back home to cry myself to sleep because I still can't believe history creeps. I mean, no, no, no. I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy for you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Everybody, please go check out bicbp-radio.com. Make sure to check out all the podcasts on there. Uh, and if you find some you really, really like, head over to Apple Podcasts. Make sure to give them ratings. Give everybody some five stars. Uh, you know, give them a review. Let them know how much you like the show. Let these guys know. Uh, how much you appreciate them because they put in a lot of hard work to put out some of this amazing content that we have. So BICBP-radio.com. You can check me and Johnny out on History Creeps. We have a whole lot of different mini series under that same stream. So there's all kinds of content under that as well. Um, and that's about it. I've got a couple of things I have in the works, but, uh, you know, I've been saying that for a while. It's just about getting the time. Oh, what, to, to what about it. your, 
the show that I like that you do, uh, the movie one. What's it called? Oh, yeah. Silence Your Phones with Sean Fritz. Yes. We do that. We review movies, yeah. basically. We watch a movie, and then we break we break it down and review it. So there's a lot of people who do movie reviews where they'll go through the movie and talk about what happens through the movie. We basically break down, you know, specific subjects like actors, acting, the plot, sound effects, you know, soundtrack, special effects, the whole schmear. So check it out. Silence Your Phones, History Creeps, uh, all the different shows. Uh, Anthony's got another show on the network as well. A couple of the shows on the network as well. Yeah, Vinyl Divers. Vinyl Divers and Podcasters, uh, which is a D&D show that feature members of the network. So, uh, Except for me. He won't have me on there again after that one time where I just, where I got a... <laughs> You just basically torched every village that Literally. you left. You just like explode it. <laughs> shoot a, shoot a rocket at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, real quick, I wanted to mention that Johnny, season two of Johnny Townsend's Horde movie reviews is coming very soon. I literally recorded the first episode today. That's I'm so excited. That's where I review. It's usually horror films. Uh, these will always be movies I've never seen, and I watched a trailer for it, and... Just review it from there, and I'm 100% always accurate. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, we yeah. do have the first season uh, is is on the network, uh, and the second season will be kind of – it feels perfect, man. We're right here in fall. We're about our way yeah. – making our way over to Halloween, so it's perfect timing. Pumpkin Spice and Johnny Townsend's Horde movie reviews. And That's what's happening. There you have it. So thanks so much for listening again, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Peace.